Hello, and welcome to the Grayson Taylor Podcast, the podcast for young artists and entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Grayson Taylor. I'm a published novelist, professional actor, composer, and independent filmmaker. This podcast is all about the creative arts, writing, filmmaking, acting, Lego building, composing, and more, including reviews of the latest films and books. Now let's get into today's episode. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Today we're talking about writing your first novel, which can be pretty daunting if that is what you're trying to undertake. So in this episode, I'm going to take you through the process of writing a novel and how to do it in the most effective and efficient way, along with tips from my own experience in fiction writing. So in this episode, I'm going to take you through the main points of writing a novel. This is more of an overview uh, than an in-depth look at one specific part because there are so many elements of writing a novel, especially your first one, uh, that it will require a lot more uh, to to really go in-depth to every part of writing a novel, which is why there are going to be a lot of other episodes on more specific parts of the novel writing process and just fiction writing in general. So definitely check those out for a much deeper dive into different elements of the novel writing process. Uh, but in this episode, I'm just going to be taking you through uh, the main points of writing a novel, and it's it's more of a an introductory overview of the entire process. As of right now, I've written six novels, so I know what it's like to write a long-form narrative as a kid, specifically, because novel writing can be different when you're an adult. So today I'm going to be giving you a younger person's perspective on writing a novel and tips on how kids, specifically, uh, can write their own novels. So to begin, what is it exactly that I mean when I say novel? Well, a novel typically is a piece of fiction that is a minimum of 50,000 words, and that's several hundred pages. Really, all you need to write a novel is the ability to write something to write on, like a device or software, and imagination, perseverance, and then you'll wind up with a story eventually. Perseverance is a large part of that because it takes a while, I mean, depending on the length of it, but it it takes a while to write a novel, uh, even if it's a short one. Especially starting out, 50,000 words can sound like quite a bit. Uh, Most novels are longer than 50,000 words. Uh, The last book that I wrote, Fallen Nation Downfall, was about three times that. It was around 140-something thousand words. So what is the time frame here? Well, for most people, it takes about six months or so to write the first draft of a novel. Again, this depends on how long your story is going to be because uh, a novel could be just a little bit over 50,000 words or it could be uh, several hundred thousand words. For me, it can take anywhere from a few months to over a year to write a novel uh, because Fallen Nation, the first book in the Fallen Nation trilogy, took uh, about one year and one month to write uh, from the beginning uh, when I started writing the first chapter to uh, when I finished the final draft and published it. Uh, But then the second book, Fallen Nation Uprising, took only four months to write, edit, and publish. So that was extremely fast, uh, both just in comparison to the first one and in comparison to uh, most novels in general. Some writers write a lot faster than others. I have heard of authors that write full novels in just a couple weeks. And uh, for other authors, it can take years. Some authors spend, uh, you know, who knows, maybe even a decade just on one book. Uh, but it depends on, you know, your own style. So find your writing pace and, you know, accept that. Maybe you can try to speed it up if necessary, um, but find your own pace of writing and uh, schedule your your writing around that. 
So, in a nutshell, a novel uh, is over 50,000 words, and it can take anywhere from a few weeks to a few years to write it. So when you're considering writing a novel, there are a few things to think about before you start. Uh, number one is, have you had writing experience before? Because this is pretty important. You know, if, if you haven't really written much of anything before, or at least fiction, then I would not advise you to start writing novels. You know, try writing short stories before. Uh, you could spend years just perfecting uh, and testing out the craft through shorter stories, even flash fiction, um, you know, just little stories that you've written over the years, and, uh, and you know, wait before writing your first novel, because that is a pretty big undertaking. So I wrote my first novel when I was seven, and before that I'd written plenty of short, short stories. I'd written comics and uh, all sorts of different little fiction things. Um, I never attempted a, uh, a novel before then, because, frankly, I hadn't known how to write for that long before that. And because of my experience in writing short stories, I knew how to write a story, and uh, knew how to craft characters and dialogue and things like that. Another very helpful tool was reading. You know, all writers have to read to understand the craft that they're, uh, that they're practicing. So definitely read a lot before you start uh, writing a novel, and uh, during... Uh, the writing of a novel and after. I mean, always be reading. That's that, that's good for whatever you're doing. I would also say, before you start writing a novel, be sure to read other books that are in the same genre to get a feel for uh, the, the genre that you're writing in. When you start out writing, you might not know exactly what genre you're in, but definitely read a lot. Um, d don't copy, certainly, from, from other books, but uh, take inspiration from them. Understand how other authors... Uh, are using their skills to write good stories. And also, don't just read great stories. I mean, certainly read a lot of great stories, but also read a few bad ones to understand why they're bad and uh, just learn how to avoid those mistakes that the authors are making. Reading is the ultimate resource for everybody, really, but specifically for writers. And be sure to read uh, diversely, you know, write, read... Uh, pretty much everything and anything you can get your hands on, assuming it's, uh, you know, okay to read. Um, you know, like I was saying, read read some bad books, and definitely read a lot of good books as well. Uh, read in different genres, and uh, by different authors. And reading does a lot of things. It helps expand your vocabulary, it helps inspire you, and helps you uh, understand the guidelines for how to write a good story. So I think I've said enough for now about reading. So let's get on to developing your idea for your novel. So. All stories start with an idea, right? So you need to have yours uh, that the story is going to be based off of. So if you don't have an idea but you do want to write a novel, uh, hopefully you've written short stories before and understand the craft uh, through that. But if you don't have an idea, look for inspiration everywhere. I mean, you can you can find things in museums and parks, everywhere around you. I mean, I live in New York City where there are a lot of things going on everywhere all at once, so there's plenty of inspiration. You know, I've, I've been inspired um, uh, in, in museums a lot because I go to uh, plenty of museums, and, um, you know, I, I've gotten ideas there for things that could happen in my book. So once you have your idea, start with that basic thing. Uh, maybe it's just a character, maybe it's a world, 
uh, Fallen Nation sort of started that way. It was it was a world, and it had a vague idea of a main character. Uh, so then, once you had that, build on top of it, write notes about uh, what this could become and, and different characters that could be in it. When you're looking for inspiration, of course, be sure to not be copying any other person's work, but really, when we talk about originality, it's hard to say what exactly is completely original because really nothing is, is absolutely original. I mean, we all take inspiration from various places, so most books and films and pieces of art are sort of combinations of things that we've seen and heard and things that we enjoy and um, other, other works of art and things from the world around us. Another important aspect to think about when you're uh, starting to think about writing your novel or developing the idea for your novel is genre. There are many different genres, and uh, sometimes a book can be in multiple genres, uh, but usually it's just in one main category. And speculative fiction is one kind of uh, overarching genre that includes a lot of subgenres, and speculative fiction includes horror, sci-fi, dystopian, fantasy, and basically any world that's not like ours. Uh, some examples of that would be like The Hunger Games, Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Fallen Nation, or Star Trek, other things that take place outside of our Earth or on our Earth, but in a different kind of Earth, like in the future. Another category is thriller slash adventure. So that's action-adventure, spy, detective, mystery, those kind of uh stories, and some examples of that would be James Bond, Sherlock Holmes, Mission Impossible, The Dark Knight, Ice Lords, uh, and another genre, or two genres technically, are tragedy and comedy. That's basically what it sounds like. Examples are Romeo and Juliet, A Midsummer Night's Dream. Uh, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. And then there's also historical fiction, which is a story based in history. Some examples of that are The Bronze Bow, uh, Fever 1793, and Number of the Stars, which are fiction, but uh, they take place in, you know, real times, and, and they're based on real events. And these are just a few of a lot of different genres. Some genres overlap, so you might have a comedy set in space based on historical events, which would be a comedy, historical, fiction, sci-fi story. That's a bit much, but, you know, it can happen. So once you've identified your genre and found other stories that are similar to yours, uh, you should consider location. Location is a very important aspect of any story, because, you know, it's, it's where pretty much the entire story takes place. I mean, there can be a lot of different locations in a book. You know, you could travel from different galaxies and different planets to, to other places, but usually it's, it's one main location. Um, so locations can be a great source of ideas. Uh, they can even be the starting point for an entire story. For example, when I started writing Fallen Nation, I had a location, which was this dystopian city behind a border wall, uh, but that was pretty much all I had when I first started. And if it's a relatively short story, uh, I mean, we're talking about a novel here, so usually it'll take place in multiple locations, but it could take place all in one location, um, like in, you know, one apartment or something, but with a novel, which is a lot longer, uh, that's sort of unlikely. And also decide when in time the story happens, because time is sort of a location as well. So it could take place in the present, the past, the future, or even someplace outside of time. The next part in developing your novel is plotting. So some authors create a detailed outline of their novel before they even start writing a single word of it. But others uh, don't plan it out at all before they start writing, 
with Fallen Nation, I really did no planning whatsoever uh, at the beginning before I started writing. Uh, in fact, the, the outlining and plotting sort of happens as I went along. So there are two main methods to approaching plotting. One is to outline things meticulously, or to varying degrees, and uh, do a lot of planning of your book. Uh, for example, J.K. Rowling planned out the Harry Potter series for about five years before even writing uh, the first book. Or, the other option is to not plot it out at all. Or just very little. Because we are talking about your very first novel, I would advise uh, plotting it a bit, at least, uh, because, you know, it's your first time you're getting the lay of the land in terms of writing uh, a long narrative like this. Uh, so maybe plot it out a bit more as opposed to just sitting down and writing, or standing, because I, I stand when I write instead of sitting. The most common way of structuring any story is using the three-act structure. This basically chops up your novel into three parts. The first, Act 1, is the setup. So it includes the beginning, the inciting incident, which is what starts your character on his or her journey, and uh, then there's the climax of Act 1, and that's in between Act 1 and Act 2. And then Act 2 is all about the obstacles and the rising tension. So this means uh, action is, is rising during Act 2. This is the largest chunk of your book, and it includes, like I said, obstacles and different disasters and something like that. And it's all leading to the climax. And the climax happens in Act 3. Act 3 is the climax followed by the resolution. The resolution is usually pretty short. It's the shortest part of the book. And, uh, well, usually. And it's basically everything that happens after the climax. So in the climax, either your hero wins or doesn't. And then after that, it's the resolution, the wrap-up of everything that's happened, and then the end. And while no one has to abide by this structure completely, because it is your first novel, I would advise uh, going by the structure, loosely at least, just to, uh, to get a greater understanding of you know, the novel writing process. And then, once you have some experience, then you can try playing around with the structure and uh, perhaps making your own structure that deviates slightly from this one, because no structure is uh, supposed to limit you but you can just use it to help you and assist you, especially when you're starting out. So once you're done with plotting your book, and you've gotten to know your characters, you've created uh, all the characters and the locations, and uh, figured out what's at stake for all the characters and their motivation, all the conflict that's going on, once you have all that sort of pre-production of book writing, uh, once you have all that done, then it's time to write. Writing is, you know, the main part of it. <laughs> It's called writing for a reason. It's uh, the you the only way to get a novel finished is to actually write it. So writing environments are pretty important. Uh, writing a place that feels comfortable, but not so comfortable that you might become distracted from writing, because you know you need to focus. And usually, unless you have an office, a bedroom is the best place, but only if you don't share it with other people who might distract you, like a sibling. Uh, I prefer to stand while I'm writing. I've written my past three novels entirely standing. And that's for a few reasons. I just feel more comfortable standing, and also it's been, you know, scientifically proven that standing is healthier and you're more productive when you stand. So that's just my personal preference. You don't have to do that, but uh, I'd recommend trying it out. And I also listen to music while I write, music that fits the mood. For example, when I was writing Fallen Nation, I created playlists for different kinds of uh, scenes, 
and I would listen mainly to, like, uh, you know, the Dark Knight soundtrack, and uh, I, I always listen to movie soundtracks, um, because when you're writing, uh, you probably shouldn't listen to something with words, because that could distract you. Uh, but you don't have to listen to any music at all. That's just what I do. Also, if you're writing something uh, that where you're going to need reference materials, you should probably have those close by. Uh, for example, like my writing desk is right behind um, my bookshelf, so if I ever need to look at something in any of my books, I can just turn around and there are all my books. And then you just have to start writing, because at a certain point, there's only so much plotting and planning you can do, and so you just have to start writing. And this is a point at which uh, many people stop, and so there, you know, a lot of people want to write books, but the problem is they just don't end up doing it, so you just have to start at some point. The first page can be pretty daunting, you know, staring at that blank page and thinking, what am I going to write, especially the first sentence, maybe even the first word. That can, for some people, be pretty challenging. For others, it can be pretty easy, but you can just, uh, maybe just skip that first sentence or write a bunch of different variations of it, maybe come back to it later, write the next chapter or something, do whatever it takes to start writing. So part of the problem with writing a novel is that you have this word count goal that you want to reach. And that can result in you accidentally, or on purpose, adding too much to the story just to meet that word count goal. And this can be part of the problem of outlining. You might have outlined a, uh, an event to happen over a series of chapters, but then when you end up writing it, you find it really just takes one chapter for that to happen. And then you're stuck with this, this empty gap where you're supposed to have written a few uh, extra chapters, but there's really no story to go there. So aim for quality, not quantity. And don't aim for a War and Peace length book, even when you're writing a full-length novel. Let the story itself dictate the length and not how long you want it to be. So if you find that your word count goal is the ultimate goal, uh, rethink that, because the ultimate goal when you're writing a book should always be the story itself. So you might find that really this story doesn't need to be a novel, and that's okay. It could just be a novella, just a shorter book, and that's fine. So starting a novel is pretty easy, usually, compared to finishing it, because the real challenge of writing a long-form narrative like this is actually persevering and making it to the end. So you can be thinking, like, when is this going to get finished? Because, you know, it can take a while to write something this long, even if it is on the shorter side, especially if you've never done this before. It can feel like it's taking a long time. And if you look at the road ahead, you might feel a bit overwhelmed. It's like, oh man, I have 20,000 more words to write just to meet my word count goal for this month. And that can be frustrating. But don't doubt your ability to finish the story. So eventually you're going to reach the end of your book. This might be weeks or months or even years, maybe, from when you started writing it. So the end should usually wrap up pretty much everything. But you might find that at the end, you know, maybe this isn't the end of the story. Maybe there's another book or two or three or maybe even more uh, to be written about this story to continue it. That's sort of what happened with Fallen Nation. I reached the end of the book and it... It, it was an ending, of course, for that book, but it was certainly not the end of the story. Um, everything had not been resolved. So I realized, uh, it's about maybe two-thirds through the writing process, that this was not going to be just one book. It ended up being uh, three books. Some people sort of have a fear of completing uh, their work because 
they're afraid, you know, once once they're done with it, it might not be as good as they hoped. And I'm not really one of those people. Once I finish a book, I'm I'm usually satisfied with it. But of course, that's not the end, really, of the book. Because then you go into rewriting and revising and editing your book. Now, because you're a younger person, you're probably not going to be able to hire an editor like most authors do. But if you have a family member who is well-read and has a good grasp of the English language and hopefully knows how books uh, should be written, then you could ask him or her, politely, of course, to look over your work and uh, tell you if there are any edits you should make. Of course, you can help in the editing process as well, so definitely look back over your work, check for any mistakes, and pretty much every writing software has grammar and spell check, so definitely use those to check for uh, spelling errors or grammatical errors, because those can be pretty annoying if you find them in a book, especially if there are a lot. So definitely be sure that you edit those properly. And then have others look over your work, uh, not just your editor uh, and yourself, but also other family members, friends, pretty much anyone you can get to read it, uh, you should definitely get them to look over it, and if they find any mistakes, uh, request that they tell you, and, you know, they can make a bookmark uh, if they find a mistake, and then maybe just email you about it, or uh, tell you where uh, the mistake is and how you should fix it. And then after the editing process is done, uh, then it's time to get your book out into the world, if that's what you want to do. I know some people might just want to write a novel just uh, as an experiment, sort of, as a hobby just for themselves. But if you do want to publish and promote your work, I would recommend using Kindle Direct Publishing, which is a free service that Amazon has. Uh, and then using that, you can easily uh, and for free uh, get your book in both paperback and ebook format on Amazon. And so then you can order copies uh, to sell in person if you want. But honestly, if this is your first novel, I would recommend not publishing it necessarily because, you know, it's your first one and it may not be, uh, you know, as great as, as hopefully what will come next. And, you know, you may find that at the end of this process, uh, you have a novel that you may like, but you might not want to share it with the world yet. I have not published my first two novels, actually, because, you know, the first one I wrote when I was seven, and the second one when I was eight. So, you know, they, they were they were decent novels, especially for my age, but they were not, you know, exactly publishable works, so uh, they have not been published. I've, I've only published my more recent works, uh, and, you know, I would recommend doing the same. Just, you know, try out writing your first novel, and if you get really good feedback on it, and everyone says, you should publish this, then maybe go ahead and try that, because uh, some people's debut novels are really fantastic. Um, but certainly, like I was saying before, try out writing beforehand so you get some experience. And, you know, consider maybe instead of publishing your first one, uh, after you've d done this and had that experience of writing a novel for the first time, wait, and then maybe if you continue writing novels, then publish your next one, or maybe your next one after that. And also, you might find that after writing a novel for the first time, you might not actually want to do it again, which is okay, you know. And maybe you just want to write fiction, but you want to write shorter fiction, just short stories or novellas, 
and that's great. Um, you know, novel writing is not for everyone, and it can take a while, and it can it takes quite a bit of perseverance. Uh, so, you know, that's fine if you don't want to write novels. Um, and if you find that over this process that writing really just isn't your thing, uh, that's okay too. So we've just barely touched on the, the main elements of writing your first novel, and there is a lot more uh, to be learned about this particular undertaking, and so there are more episodes about uh, more specific parts of the craft and, you know, different, uh, more in-depth episodes about specific parts, and so you should definitely check those out if you're interested in writing a novel. So I hope you enjoyed this admittedly brief overview of what it takes to write a novel and the steps necessary. And if you're wondering where you can get my own books, which I mentioned briefly in this episode, you can go to graysontaylor.info. That's my website. That's graysontaylor, my name, dot info, like information. And that's where you can get my books, watch my films, listen to my music, see my Lego creations, and more. While you're there, be sure to sign up to my mailing list so you don't miss out on the latest things happening. So that wraps up this episode on the basics of how to write your first novel. And if you haven't yet, make sure to follow or subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening. And please consider leaving a review. That can be on the forum of my website or on the review section of this podcast. So to all you young entrepreneurs and artists out there, stay creative and have a great week.